I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I hate to break it, you're not the same as everyone here. But we can take it, we're sharp, we're brown, we're round, oh, we're queer. I got a feeling we are onto something here. Live from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents a special festive winter yuletide global pillage. The comedy panel show ho-ho starring you, the high, 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 high mind of the audience. And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I got a feeling... We are gonna be okay. Cast your keys, everybody! <laughs> Hello, I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is the festive Hanukkah Yuletide Kwanzaa episode of Global Pillage! <laughs> comedy panel show which has a satsuma in its stocking and is also very pleased to see you. <laughs> and speaking of people I'm very pleased to see, please welcome today's comedians. <laughs> On my left, playing for Accidents Happen, Catherine Bohart and Athena Kablenu. <laughs> and on my right, playing for Twins for the win, it's Souk Ojla and Alice Fraser. <laughs> So firstly, panellists, what makes you diverse? Athena Kiblenyu? My dad is from Ghana. My mum is from Guyana, and she's Indian-Guyanese. And no word of a lie, I gave birth to Robocop. (laughs) So I took my child for her one-year vaccinations, right? And she had injections in both arms, injections in both legs. And she was like, call that a vaccination. And I was terrified. But I'm like, it's cool to have a superhero child, but it's like there's enough... she didn't cry. She got two stickers. I thought she deserved more, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm diverse enough, and now my child's a superhero. This wow. is an issue, but I'll try and make her a good one and not an evil one. But you know. And uh, Catherine Bohart, how are you diverse? I mean, I'm Irish and I'm queer and I'm here and um, I have OCD, uh, which I don't know if that makes me diverse, neuro, not really even neurodiverse, it's just a thing that I say because people don't say it out loud enough. So there you go. That's Mm. it. But you actually are OCD. You're not in that way that where people go, I'm so OCD because I like things tidy. Oh, no, it's not like, oh, I just can't stand not hovering of a weekend. Like, no, it's like, (laughs) no, no, I was in a hospital. Um, (laughs) 
Well, we're delighted to have you, but we need to know why you called Accidents Happen. My daughter is the result of what some might call an accident. I caught it in an ovulation app that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> so, you know... Why did you try to go the old, like, Irish method? <laughs> That'll be fine. It's a Tuesday and, and the moon is in Jupiter. Yeah, um, what were you thinking? It's an interesting question. And basically, it was New Year's Eve and, oh, low chance of conceiving. <laughs> Happy New Year! There's that, never yeah, a low chance go. of conceiving on New Year's Eve. Yeah. It's one of those nights. It's like Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, Wimbledon, you can conceive. Yeah. Blackout. <laughs> Everyone is on. Everyone's on for those, that period. Well, now yeah. you tell me. Yeah. You know, it's a bit late now, for that. But what's great about conceiving on New Year's Eve is you've got yourself a little superhero. I so. know. Oh, that must be yeah, it. Yeah, that must be. Oh, it's all coming together now. It makes now. sense yeah. now. Yeah. And I just accidentally ended up in a queer relationship because I thought Sarah was a boy. And, uh, <laughs> I'm joking, but if you did laugh at that, you are a homophobe. So, uh, <laughs> Twins for the win. Suk Ojla, how are you diverse? I'm a British-born Punjabi woman who is working class, who does not like spicy food. Um, and uh, does not have a problem with black people, unlike most other Asians. <laughs> you cannot say that. You cannot say that. It. I'm calling out anti-blackness in the Indian community. I said it. Well, you have said it. It's, it's, I've said it twice. You've said it twice, and saying it again. Uh, Alice Fraser, how are you, first? I am a mix of a Holocaust surviving Jewish family and an Irish Catholic convict family with what my grandfather used to uh, winkingly call a touch of the tar brush, uh, <laughs> which is to say some small amount of indigenous blood, but not enough to really talk about it. Not enough for diversity hiring, just enough that, historically speaking, I have to admit most of the indigenous blood I have is on my hands. <laughs> they don't the know how to respond to that, do they? <laughs> they were like, oh, whoa. We don't like talking about our colonial past, do yeah. we? I've never heard that is an my favourite joke because it splits an audience so hard. Yeah, <laughs> should that make it your favourite joke? <laughs> oh yeah, because it's a litmus test. They're not sure if they should laugh, but they should. Twins for the win. Why are you called twins for the win? I'm a twin. I have a, a twin brother, and I'm a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a real twin, and she believes in something that isn't real. Okay. <laughs> okay, Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and lurking suspiciously under the mistletoe in case anyone needs to know the Latin name for it, please welcome in Penton's Corner, Ned Sedgwick. Hello. And ready to send us all to Whamageddon if we aren't careful. On the keys, it's Kirsty Newton. Ned, or should I say Santa? Now, if you're listening at home, Ned Sedgwick is dressed like Santa or Santa has replaced Ned Sedgwick. We don't know. No, it technically is Ned Sedgwick dressed as Santa. Um, <laughs> technically. Um, so that have is... You, have you had any global experiences this week, Santa Ned? I have had a global experience. First global experience, dressing up as Santa is very, very hot. Um, <laughs> that's why he lives in the North Pole, global. And my second global experience is I met an Australian last night who was a cousin of one of my friends, never been to Britain before, said her and her family, and this really shocked me, they'd come out to England because they wanted to have a guaranteed white Christmas. And I was like, did you ask anyone in England? Like, I was like, okay, yeah. And my friend was like, we never have white Christmases. And I was like, don't break it to her. Oh, we do sometimes. No, there was a whole spate, like a three or four year run, I remember having white Christmases. It, it was snowy in November. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember a couple of snowy Christmas days, but it's not, you're right. It's by no means guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, compared with Australia, where you know it's marked by plastic snow melting in forty degree heat and some very sweaty Santas. <laughs> <coughs> My childhood was absurd for that. It was literally forty degree heat in yeah. Queensland, and you'd be tucking into sort of plum pudding, and <laughs> there'd be fake snow under the tree. I mean, it was absolutely it was ridiculous. So many Christmas Carol concerts we're in the bleak midwinter. You'd be just. just Sweating <laughs> like you were sweating like Prince Andrew can't. And then there was that. <laughs> eh? It's not pronounced can't. <laughs> yeah. Every week, our piano player creates a hymn in worship of our Lord and Saviour, Ned Sedgwick. Over to you, Kirsty. Well, we've gone to Germany, and since it's Christmas, it's uh, the most Christmassy, Christmas tree ish. Song from from it's 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 Oh Christmas Tree, um, <laughs> uh, and it uh, goes like this in German. Oh Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum, Vitreus in deine Blätter. Oh Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum, Vitreus in deine Blätter. Du grunst nicht nur zu Sommerzeit, nein auch im Winter, wenn es schneit. Oh Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum, Vitreus in deine Blätter. Uh, which translates as, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are your branches. You're not just green in summertime, but also winter when it's shite. Oh, <laughs> oh Christmas tree, how lovely are your branches. So I thought we would put this into our scores jingle, like so. Oh, tell us now, oh, tell us now, what are the scores, please, Ned? Sing it with me. Oh, tell us now, oh, tell us now, what are the scores, please, Ned? Nothing. First up is our themed round, and this week we'll be asking questions on the subject of Christmas and other end-of-year celebrations around the world. Many traditions we think of as ancient are more modern than you might think. Santa Claus's red and white costume may have been inspired by Coca-Cola, and we only started eating Christmas pudding after Series 4 of Bake Off. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians' answers. Fingers on buzzers! In Brazil, if you leave a sock by your window, what does Papa Noel do with it? Puts shoes in it. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, so early on for our uh, time uh, in That's show. so crude. He obviously just empties a sack into it. <laughs> <laughs> No, Nick, come on. I know, that's what I'm thinking. Just come on. (laughs) No, come in. (laughs) He sprays it with Febreze. (laughs) So you leave a sock in your window, Papa Noel makes it smell better. Yes. Well, it doesn't make it smell better, it just removes the bad odours. That's the thing with Febreze. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Are you sponsored by Febreze now, Ned? It wouldn't surprise me. I, I wouldn't know what you're talking about, but the perfect Christmas present this year, I've heard, is a lovely... Are they paying you upward of £2 a week to oh. say this? <laughs> if only. <laughs> yeah. Anything else or he puts a sock in it. Get it? He puts a sock in it. It's a saying. It's a, it's a sock. Not an answer, just a play on words. We're going to confer and we'll come back to you. Okay. <laughs> Twins for the win. In, you're in Brazil and you leave a sock by your window. What does Papa Noel do with it? I mean, you're saying jizz in it. I thought, 
I thought um, he might put it on its willy because it's quite hot. So I doubt he's going around in a full Santa suit. So we unified. Just, yeah, that's what I was going to go yeah. for. It's willy related. It's definitely it? nothing to do with penises and oh. neither are any of the questions in my hand. Oh. I've Is looked it? at all of the answers and not one of them involves a penis. I'm in the wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the wrong thing in your hand. <laughs> Christmas episode. People will be listening to this with their children, for God's sake. Oh, Accidents happen. And um, is it like, you know, like sometimes like ladies put like, I mean, ladies sometimes, I mean, maybe one time one lady, and we've decided it's historically accurate, but like put an, a handkerchief out to kind of let a person know they're interested. Is it like that, but with kids and socks and old men in sleighs? <laughs> <laughs> Your okay. reaction was about you, not about me. Does he put oranges in it? Put oranges in it? Yes. Okay. Oh, Ugh. Brazil nuts. Did you put Brazil nuts in it? Because it's Brazil. Ayo. I'm trying, guys. And also nuts. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so hive mind. In Brazil, if you leave a sock by your window, what does Papa Noel do with it? Coins. Sweets. <laughs> leaves, leaves you a matching sock. <laughs> so you've got a pair. You are Santa. <laughs> okay, if you think it's put coins in, Buzz now. Sweets in, Buzz now. Leaves you a matching sock, Buzz now. That should have got more, and it was in fact the closest. It steals it in exchange for presents. So instead of putting the presents inside, Santa in Brazil will just take the sock away and leave the presents where the sock was. God, does he have a fetish or something? Like, <laughs> I don't know, Ned Sedgwick, explain more. Well, I will explain more in a second, but someone in the front row said it. Oh! And, and oh. you didn't hear. Oh, well, you should have said. Well, it's not my job to hear. <laughs> well, you did hear! <laughs> if you hear... Says you the man. What happened? Are we now giving out to this man for not speaking over us loudly yeah. enough? <laughs> if you want to talk, they just interrupt us. <laughs> No, you just, just guessed. guessed. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I didn't hear. Please, if you hear someone say something and I didn't hear, if anyone hears, can you please say loudly? Because you would have scored, but sadly, you got nothing. Well, <laughs> much like a child today, who's been a Victorian child who's been naughty at Christmas, you've got nothing. As Father Christmas, yeah, I am going to sprinkle some points on them. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Uh, Father Christmas is a weird guy. Um, yeah. Idiot. So interestingly, he said about Father Christmas or Papa Noel getting hot in Brazil. The tradition is he wears silk rather than whatever this flammable material is. All right, so the next question is, in the Epiphany celebration in Bulgaria, what do people chase after in an icy river? Twins for the win. Otters. <laughs> Jesus. Otters, Jesus, the Messiah of the otters. Accidents happen. Something they've forgotten. <laughs> so then you go in, you're like looking around, why did I come in here? Oh, yeah. And a, it's an Epiphany. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> it's, it's satisfying, isn't it? Yep. In a weird way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need their approval more than you do. <laughs> okay, so anything else from accidents happen? Um, they're pets. They're pets. They put their pet in an icy room. Yeah, and obviously they, they let them go free. And they're only joking, they're not getting back. <laughs> right, okay. So it's a, it's a pet chase. Yeah. Do you go in there, like, I mean, I'm assuming it's the end of year, so maybe you're looking for, like, New Year's resolutions or, like, a new start. Is it really literal? Is it just like hypothermia? 
<laughs> do they chase hypothermia down an icy river? Hive mind, what do you think? In the Epiphany celebration in Bulgaria, what do people chase after in an icy river? Fish. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Each other. Each other. Ooh. It's a cross, we do the same in Greece. Ah, I think somebody might. What do you mean they look for, like somebody throws a cross and then you swim for it, like when you're learning to swim? Does the cross have a Jesus on it? Or an otter? Yeah, it's the priest that throws the cross and then all the young boys who have to jump in and the first one who gets it gets like good life. Gets eternal life. <laughs> okay. Because all the uh, others die. It's all right. freezing. Okay. So if you think it's fish, that buzz seems now. Really weird, and also like it feels like if that was a thing, they would definitely do it in Ireland. I don't know if I believe it. Okay. All right. So hive mind, you have to just decide if it's fish, buzz now. If it's each other, buzz now. Or if it's a priest throws a cross into the river, <laughs> and then all of the young boys have to chase it, and the one who gets it gets some kind of good luck slash eternal life, buzz now. Uh, you are correct. That's exactly what it is. What the hell? Ned, can you tell us any more? Yeah, a priest throws it into the river and a bunch of young boys run after it. <laughs> and um, Actually, interestingly, the difference in Bulgaria is it's middle-aged men and it's to the one who brings it back. It gives you good luck for the year and wards off evil spirits. And apparently it has pre-Christian origins. Why is the Christmas Armenian dessert given the name Noah's Pudding? Because there's two of every animal in it. There's two of every animal in it. Twins for the wind, say. Accidents happen. Oh, I was going to say that it comes in twos, but they're all the best desserts. A pair of puddings? Yeah. Twins for the wind? Does it make you gain 40 pounds? (laughs) (laughs) Is it served in a pool of water? Does no one believe it's delicious? Like, believe me, believe me! And then they eat it. Oh, it's delicious. This is just like Noah when he said it's going to rain and (laughs) no one believed him. You have to win people round. Yeah. Does everyone who doesn't get one around then die in a sort of incredibly... (laughs) I did tell you, this... Oh, yeah, is it... Is it really judgmental? (gasps) Is there a dove inside it? It comes out. Hold on. Is it literally Noah's pudding and someone stole it, but he was like the king of Armenia... And he was like, well, I'm going to commemorate this day that someone stole my pudding. And he invented a pudding called Noah's Pudding. It's not the Noah we know. It's, a it's no- just a guy. It's, a, it's that famous Armenian King Noah. <laughs> Different Noah. Yeah. It's a trick question. The only uh, thing I know uh, about Armenia <laughs> um, is that... Uh, <laughs> that's an Alice Fraser joke. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's that the Kardashians come from there, yeah. some of them. Hive mind, why is the Christmas Armenian dessert given the name Noah's Pudding? Two helpings. Nice. Anything else? It's shaped like a boat. Shaped like oh, a boat. Yeah. Oh, so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> or two of every animal. Two of I every said, animal. No, we said that. They have said it, but they're saying it as well. Okay. Olive branch. Okay. All right. If you think it's two helpings, buzz now. Shaped like a boat, buzz now. Two of every animal inside, buzz now. Or an olive branch on top, buzz now. In fact, it's entirely vegan, so the animals were saved when oh. they made the pudding. Oh, love, love it. I mean, to be it. fair, most desserts are made. No, no, oh, no. no, of course they're not, because they've no, got dairy. They've got dairy. And Eggs, so yeah. so the, the thing is, and also a lot of Armenian food traditionally has a lot of meat or animal-based products. And the puddings in that region tend to have a lot of dairy and milk-based. The story is, well, Noah didn't want to waste any milk from the cows because it had to go to the little cows. The calves, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want yeah. them to be called little cows. <laughs> little no, cows. 
but like Lil. Lil, Lil, Lil cows. cows. <laughs> so the, the animals on the ark would have enjoyed it because yes. it's entirely vegan. And it's the end of the round. <laughs> Steel socks, chase crosses, eat Noah's put. What are the scores, please, Ned? In joint second place, with no points, it's accidents happen and twins for the win. Yeah! And in first place with 15 points, it's a hive mind! Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The next round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! Like turkeys voting for Christmas, we've decked the halls with seasonal idioms from around the world and sent them straight down your chimney. What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we have literally translated into English fingers on buzzers? In Spain, they say, you're in the age of the turkey. What do they mean? The age where you're talking gobbledygook. Ah, so is that like a toddler? Sorry. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to say gobbledygook. Yeah. Okay. Gobbledygook um, age. The, it's like the age where you've taken really good care of your face, but you've not applied any moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> to the neck. neck. Yeah. You've got turkey neck. Is it like Logan's run? Like, it's the age of the turkey. You're going to go now. You've had enough. Because, you know, the turkey's traditionally this time of year... I just did that so nice. The age of the turkey is when you're going to die, like the turkey at Christmas. Yeah, it's a threat. Uh, hive mind, what do you think? In Spain, they say you're in the age of the turkey. What do you think that means? Glory in your glory years? Sagging chins. Yeah. Sagging chins. I can see people going like this. <laughs> just checking that their chin's okay. <laughs> that it hasn't dropped in the last five minutes. Okay, all right. Do you think it's glory years, Buzz now? Or when your chin starts to sag, Buzz now? Sort of the same as glory years. In fact, it's you've become a teenager. Ned, please explain. It is because you're awkward and gangly. Like a turkey. Yeah, like a turkey. You're like... (laughs) 
ruining that teenage second of term 13 you're wasted on a podcast with yeah. that level of physical comedy <laughs> so, shame. so shady in france they say christmas on the balcony easter at the embers what do they mean it means that you look like you've all got it going on above the neck but below the waist nothing <laughs> you're dead so all mouth, no trousers, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas on the balcony, Easter at the Empress. Okay. Accidents happen? I think it means Christmas you go outside because it's cold, right? But Easter you stay in because it's warm outside. So basically suffer. It's a suffering thing. Basically, just what you do. Just what, it's Easter, just what spring, and yet yeah. you've come inside. And so it's, sacrifice. it's a way of self-sacrificing. Yeah, sacrifice. I would have said it was more like at Christmas you're looking forward and outward, like you have new resolutions, and by Easter you've given them up. So you're just like back in by the fire. <laughs> uh, so the it's the new gym membership you buy at Christmas, exactly. thinking you're going to go in January, and then by Easter you're just watching Love Island while eating four boxes of chocolates. And hopefully Easter eggs are the best of all chocolate. Indeed. Don't indeed. <laughs> Twins for the win? Is it uh, where you set your house on fire? At Christmas. <laughs> and then by Easter, it's just embers. I'm so it, jet lagged. It could be that. It could be that. Such uh, an Australian excuse. Yeah. It is a really Australian excuse. Yeah. In France, they say Christmas on the balcony, Easter at the embers. What do they mean, Hive Mind? You've spent too oh. much money at Christmas. Oh. That's so good. We should have so let him talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think Damn. we're spring for you from now on. Yeah. <laughs> You've spent too much money at Christmas, so you're broke in the new year. That's obviously it. Anything else, I find? If the weather's mild at Christmas, it's going to be cold at Easter. And are you, in fact, French? We shouldn't let any of them talk. This is ridiculous. That that Hive Mind member is, in fact, French, so you should take that into account when you vote. (laughs) Christmas on the balcony, Easter at Embers. Hive Mind, does that mean spent too much money at Christmas and now broke? Buzz now. Or what the French person said, which is mild at Christmas, you're going to be freezing at Easter. Buzz now. That is correct. A warm Christmas means a cold Easter. And the moral of this is luck will balance itself out in the end. Ned, do you know any more about this? Every time I turn to you, you've taken a little bit of Santa <laughs> Wasted on a podcast. I mean, you start off with a hat and a beard and a Santa jacket and trousers. I'm very frightened to see what you'll take off next. <laughs> you've only got the trousers on. Yeah, I, I realised you I was haven't about got Christmas underwear on. Yeah, I realised I was about to take my trousers off, but people don't know I'm wearing trousers underneath, and people would just be like, "What the hell is he doing?" <laughs> but I do have trousers underneath, and I'm so hot. Well, take uh, it off, take it off. It's fine. Off, 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 <laughs> off, off, off. God, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if my trousers had come down with it. <laughs> imagine if you. I will. <laughs> Now, it's the irony is I want to sit on his knee more now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's an idiom. Um, <laughs> Imagine if we were a panel of dudes and Ned was a woman. People would be. Yeah. It wouldn't be okay. It wouldn't raging. be okay. But it wouldn't be okay because of upper body strength in the history of the world. It is sure. okay. Yeah, okay. It is okay because there's no such thing as reverse sexism. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> There isn't, though. There isn't. It's not the same. It's not the same. Save it for your other podcast, Deborah. (laughs) If if it went on much longer, then people might start to go, is it okay? But it's not going to, so it's fine. You're right. In Japan, (laughs) in Japan, they say it's like washing potatoes. What do they mean? I say that when I'm giving my little cousins a bath. I'm joking. Oh, not all. (laughs) I'm 
I'm Irish. <laughs> the thing is, potatoes, you wash them. If you wash them, you get rid of the starch. Is it like you can't convince something of someone? Like it's something, if something's stubborn, it's just not going to get clean or it's like either you're washing the skin in which case it's never going to get clean because it's in the ground or you're washing the potato without the skin you're not going to get rid of the starch is it like something stubborn is it like getting rid of something stubborn twins for the win what do you think oh it's going to go really really annoying it's a pointless exercise oh see i was going to say it's a very easy <clears throat> task but if you miss it then it has huge consequences <clears throat> like gritty potatoes or in fact poisoning everyone yeah so I think it's about do those tiny little things that you don't really want to do or someone might die. Hive mind, what do you think? In Japan, they say it's like washing potatoes. What do they mean? Do you feel it's a waste of time to wash potatoes out of interest? <laughs> Clearly. That's somebody with an excellent immune system. What was that? Oh, if you're going to peel them. So you wash the potatoes and you peel them. Yes, good point. Anything else? What does someone else say? Very easy to do. Not meaning to brag there, sir, but you're a good potato washer. <laughs> okay, so if you think it's dirty buzz now, waste of time buzz now, or easy buzz now. In fact, it means cramped conditions. Ned, can you explain more? Because potatoes are quite big, so when you put them in a pan and try and wash them, it doesn't really work. Mm. So Why it's... would you put them in a pan? Why wouldn't you just wash them one at a time? It's because they're traditionally washed in a barrel. <laughs> Did you write any of these questions? It's like, you know, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. That's something that's meant because to be there easy. Because you fit a lot of fish in a barrel. But traditionally, when you were washing the potatoes, it was like the fish. Hang on, who? I'm still stuck on the traditionally washing a barrel. I would say traditionally they're not, though. Yeah, yeah. But maybe in Japan, in Japan they, they are. are. In, in Japan, traditionally, I've read a lot Is of this to do with whiskey making? Yes. <laughs> is it? But that would make more sense. I, 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 is I, it? I don't know. I'm and also, you'd have to have pretty big I've, potatoes. Barrels are massive. Ned's going to Google this while I say, it's the end of the round. Yeah. Ah, oh, turkey age, potato head. What are the scores, please, Ned? Accidents happen and twins for the win are keeping it steady with no points. <laughs> the hive mind have 25 points. Nice. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. You can think of this question as a gift, the right answer as a thank you note, and the points as remembering you really did intend to write a thank you note five weeks after you got the gift. <laughs> Twins for the win. Do you have a question for Accidents Happen? Okay, uh, so here is a very popular, very famous Punjabi idiom. I began, so I arrived. I began, I began. so I arrived. I began, so I arrived. What does that mean, Accidents Happen? Oh, is it like um, beginning something is the hardest? Like if you don't start something, you'll never get it done, basically. You know is what? Correct? Yeah. Oh, good. I, I was about to say something to do with penises, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, that would excellent. have been the answer to my one. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's that lovely. is the right answer. Thank but you very I much. I prefer I began, so I arrived. Accidents happen. Do you have a question for the hive mind? We have an idiom. We live protected under each other's shadow. We live protected under each other's shadow. What does that mean, hive mind? Teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Anything else? 
Safety in numbers? Is it the same? Is it anything along those lines? Yes or no? It's not very far away, but it's not right so far. It's not right so far. There is an English phrase that's pretty much a literal translation of it, if that helps at all. There's no I in team. That's probably the closest. That's the closest. What is it? It's basically no man is an island. Ah. Yeah. Except for island man. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like it because they did a, a mural of it during the Yes to Equality campaign. So wow. Nice. So yes. do you think they deserve any points? Ah, uh, no. But, um, <laughs> but it's not up to me, is it, Ned? It's not. There we go. Great. Uh, so, Hive Mind, does anybody have a question for Twins for the Win? Hi, I'm Jewel from uh, South Korea. So, uh, in Korean, uh, if, if someone tells you you have a huge liver, what does that mean? Okay, so this is for Twins for the Win. You're in Korea, someone says you've got a huge liver, what do they mean? You're good uh, at drinking? You're good at drinking? Got a huge liver. Alternatively, they can uh, say you have a liver as small as bean. Or they could say you've got a liver as small as a bean. Yeah, and that's the opposite meaning. I assume it has something to do with being good or bad at drinking, like, you know, like being a Cadbury. Good or bad at drinking. You know, do do they have being a Cadbury here? Being a Cadbury? I've never heard of that. Oh, it's a glass and a half. Ah, oh, oh, nice. that's great. Yeah. And so a Canterbury means you can't drink very much. Yeah, yeah, it means you're a lightweight. Is right. that an Australian expression? Yeah, hmm, I've never heard that before. Okay, so just just say yes or no. Is it something to do with drinking? No, no. Um, okay, so you've got one more shot. Is it something to do with luck? With being lucky? No. Oh. No. <laughs> okay, I don't think they've got it. Can I guess? Is it like being big-hearted? Is it the equivalent of being big-hearted or small-hearted? Can I guess if you don't get it right? Um, Am I right, Jewel? Uh, That's incorrect. Incorrect. Okay, so So Catherine, you can guess no points. Is it like being brave? As in the opposite of yellow belly, kind of like... Yeah, it's being brave. Being brave! There you go. So big liver is your brave and liver as small as a bean. We have that too, lily livid. Your your chicken chip. That's great. Okay, well, we will start using that immediately. Yeah, I love okay. it. Um, such a great compliment. You have such a big liver. And it's the end of the round. <laughs> your liver's huge. You're brave instead. What are the scores, please, Ned? Twins for the win are losing with no points. Accidents happen or in second place with 15 points. Ooh. And the hive mind of winning with 30 points. Yay! I feel like there could have been a more tactful way to say losing. More like third plate bronze. The Santa outfit is off and legend's back. Fair, fair. Next up, it's the It's a Sign round. Everybody is marching these days and some protesters come home to see their hilarious slogans all over Instagram. For example, I did like the interns in a London art gallery who recently came to work dressed as Santa Claus with signs reading... All we want for Christmas is pay. Oh, that's caused a ripple around this <laughs> North London audience. <clears throat> Teams, we'd like you to make some shareworthy signs and Ned will award points for his favourites. You have 30 seconds to write your slogans for today's protest, which is, get ready, against poor working conditions in Santa's Grotto. Go! Let's go.
Time's up. Thank you, Kirsty. Now, do we have a sign from Twins for the Win? Yes. Uh, I'd rather be a rebel than an elf. Yay. Yeah. Very nice. Playing on the suffragette slogan there. And what about yours, Accidents Happen? Um, our suffering is real, unlike you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says Santa's fake news in the corner. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Hive uh, Mind, okay. do you have anything to offer? If you don't make it rain. Hive mind anything else? Oh, elves need safety, give Santa the sack. Very good. Nice. Anything else? No pay, no toys. No pay, no toys. <gasps> Straight. Oh, a bit, bit far, a bit far. I like it. Fair, Straightforward. Fair. fair, they've taken... Con- it's grotty in the grotto. Excellent. Elf and safety first. Very good. Don't be Aww. elfish, we need cookie breaks too. Nice. And to um, think people think trade unionists are no fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, while Ned is working out the creativity points for that round, the final round is our quickfire round. Woo! Hive mind, if you know the answer, you shout buzz and you just shout, same as the teams, you don't wait for anybody, you just get in first. It's all about speed, this one. Fingers on Brothers, time starts now. Which blockbuster film was known in Turkey as the Holy Treasure Hunters? Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is correct. Raid of the Lost Ark. Yes. Uh, which East Asian city's name translates as Fragrant Harbour? Hong Kong. Hong Kong is correct. What is the American English term for the part of the oven we call the grill? Grill. <laughs> <laughs> it's the broiler. It's, say it again. Broiler. The broiler is correct. Oh. Which communist country is also the largest island in the Caribbean. Cuba. Cuba is correct. If only Johnny Cochran's grandfather was here. (laughs) In English, we say taking coals to Newcastle. In Georgia, they say selling cucumbers to the... Cat videos. The cucumber farmers to the... Cat videos. I was going to say to Greece. To Greece. No, it's to the gardeners. What do the Spanish, Kosovan and Bosnian national anthems all have in common? They're all set to music. Shakira sings all of them. Shakira sings all of them. They're all set to music. They're all set to music. They're in G minor. They're in G minor. Whoa. No lyrics lyrics is correct. High five scores. This Um, guy again. Before decimalisation, how many pence were in a pound? 240. 240 is correct. Complete this Christmas cracker joke. Who is Santa's favourite singer? Elvis. It's actually Elvis Presley. Mariah <laughs> Carey. We're out of time and it's the end of the show. Ho, ho, ho. Yay. Uh, Christmas show has come to an end. What are the scores, please, next? In last place is Twins for the Win with ten points. Oh. Well done, Twins, for the win. Um, Harsh but fair. I'm going to need a tiebreaker because Ooh. after an extraordinary performance in the last round... Oh, my God. Accidents happen and the hive mind are in joint first place with 40 points. Oh, my God. We are now having a tiebreak question. Anyone in the audience can buzz out at any point. And fastest finger first. You only have one guess. Ready? The population of this country is estimated to be 38 million people. Joseph Conrad and Myla Kunis were born in territory that now makes up this country. Poland. Wrong. Oh! 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 
Joseph Conrad was a Pole, but he was born in what is now Ukraine. Oh, but you've told us now. Yes. Yeah, but they got it wrong. We won! Oh, we won! There's two of us. What can I say, guys? Just... Wow. So it's Noah's pudding for our winners, but an ice bath from a priest for our losers. That doesn't sound right. And I'll leave you on this thought. I'll leave you on this thought from comedian Phyllis Diller. Christmas is a time when all you want is for people to forget your past and remember your present. Happy Christmas, everybody! Yay! Please give it up for Catherine Bohart. <laughs> Suka Ochla, Alice Fraser, Kirsty Newton on keys, Ned Sedgwick at Pennant's Corner, you the hive mind, I've been Deborah Francis White, good night! You have been listening to Global Village, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White, the questions were sent by Ned Sedgwick, the music was by Kirsty Newton, the Global Village theme tune was written by Mark Hodge, the touring engineer was Grundy Lizifra. Producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Zielinski. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Okay, so that, that should have got more, Tom. It will. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're going to laugh at that in the edit. <laughs> There's the laugh. He's going to paste that right in. Very nice. You just gave it to him. You gave it to him like an early Christmas present, like a stocking filler of a laugh. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.